DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Jay Drew, BYU beat writer for the Deseret News, joins us now on the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. Jay, good morning. Good morning, guys. So, Jay, now do you believe? <laughs> uh I'm starting to believe a little more. Um, I'm not 100% on the bandwagon, on the boat, whatever you want to call it. I'm driving uh, the bandwagon. Are you kidding me? Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Wait till my my, uh, Zach Wilson for Heisman story comes out, and then you can can put me on the bandwagon driving it. Well... I heard that Paul Feinbaum lists his top four playoff teams, and he's got BYU number four. Uh, for me, I'm surprised they're that low. How about you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what has Clemson done? You know, what has Alabama done? <laughs> I don't know. It um, says Georgia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know why you can ignore Liberty. I mean, they just routed uh, Syracuse, so... Uh, independents are doing pretty hey, well. Give me so death far. or give me liberty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's been an interesting season. Obviously, a lot is going to change when the Pac-12 and Big Ten start playing, and even when the Mountain West starts playing. But this has just been a kind of a perfect storm for BYU, just with the start they're off to, and then, like I said, without those other teams playing, there's kind of a little bit of a kind of a media vacuum as far as. <clears throat> you know, teams you can focus on and, and BYU's capitalizing on it big time. It's it's been a it's been a interesting couple of months. So as you try to uh evaluate what is uh what is good about this BYU team, where they're gonna have an advantage and where they're gonna have a weakness, what are the weaknesses that maybe a Boise State could exploit? Yeah, that, that's a good question. I, you know, I think uh, I think they really haven't been tested with. Well, when they were tested with a quarterback who could sling it, who could throw really well, uh, before they made the adjustments, they were they were hurt quite a bit by UTSA's quarterback in the second half, and then by Houston by Clayton Tune until they made some adjustments after halftime. So. You know, if Boise can kind of get a hot quarterback that can throw, um, I think there might be some question marks there. Um, as far as, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a weakness or just a, a trait. The BYU sure gets a lot of guys injured. It's just amazing how they struggle. And maybe it's because I follow them really closely that I, that I real recognize that maybe it happens all over the country, but, but, uh, just they always seem to have you know two or three guys um, that are questionable for the game, and then they, you know, they lose a couple for the season. So I don't know why they just can't stay healthy, but maybe that's the nature of college football. But but uh, but this year the depth, which they worked so hard on in the off season, has really paid off. You gotta you gotta tip your hat to Kalani. I think he he recognized that was an issue and. And they've had guy, other guys step up. Like they had a guy step up for, for Kyrus Tonga, 
the other day and and didn't miss a beat. And they and when James Empey was out, Joe Tukuafu stepped in and, and at center and and played really well. And so so they've they've kind of recognized one weakness, which was lack of depth, and, and kind of corrected it. So so I think that's been a real positive sign this season. What was the deal, man? Third and down, fourth down and one. They couldn't even get a yard. <laughs> yeah, I think they tried to get too tricky on that one where where uh, they were trying to – they were more focused on trying to draw Houston off sides uh, kind of with that kind of rushing up to the line of scrimmage, looking like he was going to do a quarterback sneak. And then uh, I think they just maybe lost a little focus there and Algier got, got stuffed. Um but yeah, that is interesting. And then the, the the what was it was it fourth and two at the goal line or fourth and one from the two where they they got stuffed again. I don't know. Sometimes you you think they they try to get a little too tricky uh, in those situations. Um, but but yeah, that's definitely something they can work on. Do you see Dax Milne 184 yards coming? Not really. That kid continues to surprise me. You look at him just on, uh, you know, even back in his days at Bingham High when he, when he walked on, and he just, you just think, you know, that, uh, that he's not much of a, of an athlete or a, a receiver. He just doesn't fit the mold. I mean, you look at some of the other guys, and Gunnar Romney looks like a legitimate, you know, but, uh, but Dax continues to put up big numbers. Uh, and so, yeah, that's been a, a big surprise. And the thing people tell you when you talk, ask about him is, is it just sounds like he's just a, a gym rat version of a football player, just constantly, constantly working on his game, begging uh, quarterbacks to go throw with him, things like that. So, so all he's earned all this. What I'm trying to say is he's earned all this, uh, all this uh, recognition by just outstanding work ethic. What do you think the chances are they add another decent opponent, maybe even a power five? Yeah, I'm going to try to write about that this week. Um, I I don't think it'll be a power five. I just, to be honest with you, I don't think there's a power five out there that would, they don't need to kind of take that risk, if you will. Um, so I don't think it'll be a power five, but, but I do think they'll add somebody. I wouldn't be surprised if they add Liberty. I don't think the Army game is going to happen. Um, I don't think Army wants – basically, I don't think Army wants the uh, to have to return that game to BYU uh, ever. And so if they can get out of, you know, this one, then then that won't happen. So, but, yeah, I, I see them adding at least one game in November, um, and maybe that first week of December would be the other choice, but – but uh, but as far as the Power Five, I don't see it happening. I hope I'm wrong. I'd love to see see the uh, schedule upgraded, but at this point, I don't think it's happening. You know, we saw three games in the top ten canceled this past week, and I'm just thinking if uh, a high-end Pac-12 team, uh, Oregon and USC, come to mind because they're picked to win the divisions, but if there's someone in the Pac-12 or the Big 12 who thinks, we're not playing enough games. We're going to need another quality win to get into the playoff. Let's say Oklahoma State has one loss. 
um, and can't play a couple weeks. That I think I'm I'm with you in that I think it's a it's not a great chance to play a power five team, but I think if there's somebody who's thinking two or three weeks out, we got a chance of the playoff, but we just can't have these multiple bye weeks because other teams can't play us. We've got to get a quality win. That seems like the shot for BYU. Yeah, that that's a good point. And uh I think you would have to have, like you said, multiple cancellations. Um for that to happen where, where basically, you know, teams of, especially these, is it the big 10 that's playing eight straight or maybe mm-hmm. it's packed. Yeah. Yeah. It's where, yeah. where, uh, there's, there's little margin for error there. If, if you, you know, you have to miss a week or two. So, uh, so yeah, I could see that happening if basically they, they got to get at least close to eight games. You, th- you think Wilson goes to the NFL after this season? Yeah, I think so. Um, it's, uh, I mean, why wouldn't he if he if he keeps it up? I mean, if he if he keeps it up, and you know, I don't know if you can trust all those mock drafts and those projections and everything. You guys remember what happened to John Walsh way back when, but uh, but yeah, I, I mean, this this kid is just he's grown up, and it's all well documented. You know, the trips to to california to work with john beck and all that That, that's this kid's life is just his dream his goal from the minute he could walk was to play in the nfl and and i just think he's going to do it when when it looks like the best opportunity prevents itself or presents itself and and i think that's after this season so i would be stunned if he returns I refer to it as BYU bingo. You start with the bingo card when the national broadcast starts. The trips to California, you check it off. The 25-year-old lineman, you check it off. Tom Homo rebuilt the schedule after when, after everyone canceled. You check it off. I mean, there's some storylines. And I get that, you know, we're a local audience, so we know them. And, you know, one week you're playing Navy and one week you're playing Houston. So there's always a different audience that's exposed for the first time. But there are a few storylines that have been beat up pretty good here, Jay. Yeah, uh, I mean they bring the Zach Wilson grew up a a Utah fan. Mm-hmm. They usually show his mom uh praying in the stands. I don't know if they I don't when you you know, I don't see the television broadcast. Sometimes I tape it and watch it later. So uh I'm maybe not exposed to that as much as, you know, people who watch every game on on television, but uh but yeah, I can certainly see that. There's there's uh the same old stories that just get regurgitated i i'm i'm did tape this last game i'm interested with andre Ware. was he uh pretty excited about that oh, as usual yeah my gosh <laughs> i mean I, I tweeted out that uh by the end of the game if zach played continued to play well he was going to have Ware was going to have uh wilson ahead of zach uh, or trevor lawrence yeah and uh, a unanimous heisman i mean yeah he just he loves the guy there's just no question about that yeah that's uh i just from what I follow on Twitter and that, and, and what you wrote, PK, it's uh, pretty obvious. But as soon as I saw that he was the uh, broadcaster for that game or the analyst, I, I figured that we were going to get a heavy dose of that. <laughs> so, Texas State, make this game interesting for me. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. It, you know. The crazy thing is they're playing it at 8. 15 at night um 
and uh, and I think they got some competition from other other games where they're not kind of the only game on um, this this Saturday. But uh, I don't really. I, the only thing I can think of is, hey, you know, they were a huge favorite, thirty plus point favorite over Texas San Antonio, and and they had a letdown, and so maybe you can kind of attack that angle that it's another team from Texas without a without a, much of a name. And, uh, you know, if it happened once, maybe it can happen twice. I don't, I don't know. That's a stretch, but, but, uh, you're right. It's, uh, it's going to be, uh, kind of a hard sell this week. I guess getting the fans back in the stands will be kind of in, in, in having 6,000 fans there. And what's that going to be like? It's going to still be almost like a crowd for a high school game, a little larger than that, obviously, but, but, uh, It'll be interesting to kind of see how that plays out. Uh, it's about time I can go see my Cougars in person, so I'm excited <laughs> about that. Uh, do me a favor. I'm surprised they don't have a cardboard cutout of you there with uh, Mitt Romney and Danny Ainge and the other uh, prominent uh, BYU, I know. BYU supporters. It's a joke, man. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Handicap the uh, bowl possibilities for the Cougars. Yeah, I you know I I think uh, the the New York New Year Six is obviously a possibility. Uh, it looks like it would be the Cotton Bowl from what most projections have them. Obviously, they have to go undefeated. They they'd have to beat Boise and and uh, San Diego State and maybe even add a game that we were talking about earlier to kind of boost that resume. Um, so I think that's a possibility. Uh, right now, I would say 50% chance of a, a New Year's Six game. Um, other than that, I, I, you know, I think obviously ESPN is going to work with them. They're, they've got a, a quarterback now that's you know drawing a lot of attention. So they've got a fan base that travels if fans are allowed at bowl games. So I, I think there's a good chance that they could get a, a pretty decent bowl um, but even even if they drop a couple or drop one, I think they'll be uh, they they obviously won't get a New Year's Six bowl if they drop a game. But but I think if they drop one, they can get a pretty a pretty good bowl. So when you said fifty percent, that's what came to my mind. You think there's a fifty percent chance they go ten and zero? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I you know obviously they've never won at Boise State on the on the blue turf. Well, they won there, but it was in a bowl game against someone else. But they've never beat Boise at home. We don't know how good Boise's going to be this year. That's a, another thing. Is it's just so odd. I mean, I think BYU will have played, what, eight games, seven games, and Boise State will have played one or two? Two. Two. Two, yeah. I mean, that's just unheard of. That's, that's so to handicap that game based on, on that alone is going to be difficult. So, um, But I, I think that is the – the game, the the hurdle that they have to get over, and uh, it'll be really that'll be a cool storyline. You know, Zach Wilson was once recruited, committed to Boise State a couple years ago. He had that that kind of play where they had a chance to win at the end, and he and he tried to run for it and got stopped. So he has that in the back of his mind. So that would, if if both teams are undefeated going into that game, that's going to have a lot of really fun storylines. PK, we lose you there? No, I'm here. I'm oh, good. No. Okay. All right. You're just good. Wait. Jay, did you enjoy that moment? PK was quiet. 
Yeah, that was nice. I, what was he pouring his cereal? Getting, getting, uh, getting <laughs> I've never going. thought of PK as a cereal guy. <laughs> well, when it comes to sports yeah. radio, I'm a cereal killer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, on that note, we're supposed to end on an up note. We screwed that up, Jay, but we're just going to have to roll with it and let you go back to your Wheaties. Yeah, I'm just sitting here trying to figure out what PK eats for breakfast, but uh, I guess we can save that for another time. Yogurt. Yogurt yogurt and some kind of power bar, and he's good to go. Got this body. I got to keep looking good for television, guys. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jay, you go find a way to make uh, Texas State look interesting, and uh, then we will look for your magic in the Deseret News. Sounds good, guys. Jay Drew, BYU beat writer for the D-News, joining us here to talk Cougar football.